Hi, I'm Dan. Hi, I'm Jenny. And this is Rookie Movie Reviews. But we're not reviewing anything, really. This is uh, a B-plot. Oh, our first B-plot. Yeah. I was going to ask about that before we started, and then I forgot to. But, hey, B-plot. little side episode, uh, because don't want to get in the shit every single week with some super heavy movie. Sometimes you need a break. Yeah, this week especially. It is... A depressing world and a stressful world, and I don't know. I feel like that's all I really want to touch on it. You know, we... Yeah, uh, we can, um... It's depressing as shit. So what we do? We watch a bunch of Pixar movies. Yeah, some feel-good stuff. This week we watched Tangled. Mm Mm-hmm. And we watched Moana. And we watched Zootopia. Yeah. And... Not Pixar, but we watched half of Aladdin 2, King of Thieves, <laughs> um, which is that direct-to-video sequel Yeah, to it's a Walt Disney home movie. It is... It was noticeably poorer animation. Yeah. Also, yeah. they didn't get Robin Williams for this one because Disney pissed him off because they made Genie merch when they said they wouldn't. That kind of adds... Because there's a joke in this one where... This one being Aladdin 2, mm-hmm. where Genie turns into Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> is that just spiteful animators Probably. or some pissed off Disney exec telling the animators, make Doubtfire, do it. That dickhead Robin Williams. Do they have the same Aladdin voice? I, that Brian guy, I don't know. Uh, sounded like it. There uh, was less controversy over his name or his voice, so I don't know the facts. He was sufficiently boyish in the he movie. He was a boyish dude. I uh, think the singing voice was different. Like a different voice from the first one, so a different voice actor. They used two voice actors, one for talking, one for singing. Disney, yeah. Disney does that a lot. Um, it's kind of weird. I think uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame does it. I believe Ariel has Jodie Benson as singing someone else for talking. This is all news to me. That's, really? Yeah. I assume... Not I assume, but it's not super shocking that they would split up yeah. the voices. But uh, at the same time, it's like, why? You know? <laughs> I don't know. Some people are better voice actors than they are singers. I know Quest for Camelot did it with uh, the blind guy. I have only seen one song's worth of that movie. Oh, I'll make you watch it. That's the one where he is talking about... I don't even remember the song, but he's singing about the I world. Stand Alone. Yeah, and in the movie he's pole vaulting or some yeah. shit. Or <laughs> he's hopping around the forest. Is he revealed to be blind at that point in the movie? Yeah, we know he's blind. He's like Matthew Murdoch. Daredevil? Yes. I guess. (laughs) Speaking of these voice actors, what is your opinion on The Rock's singing voice in Moana? It's fine. It's fine. They auto-tune it, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Subtly. Whenever I hear auto-tune, I think of Kanye West's use of auto-tune as an instrument or whatever. I never think of the actual, we're going to make slight pitch corrections to make you sound like a good singer. Yeah. Which is, I imagine, the point of auto-tune. Oh, yeah. Haven't you seen... Yeah, we saw Beauty and the Beast. 
they auto-tune the heck out of that movie. It was pretty controversial. It was also not a very good movie. Yeah, but that new Beast song, um, Evermore. I don't remember it at all. Uh, the it's one when she... Looking? The, the one Beast? Where... Yeah. Right after Belle leaves, Beast does a song. Is that the one that ends when he gets shot with a crossbow or something? And he's attacked? No, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've, we saw that in theaters. Mm-hmm. No regrets. Fun trip to theaters, but the movie... I love going to theaters. Not a big fan of the movie. Not going to theaters these days. No, I miss it. I was hoping to ask... I only had one specific question in mind when we started this. Sure. And that is... On our list of 100 movies, mm-hmm. which were, I think, like 18 into or something like that. Uh-huh. Pretty far in. But yeah. there are three Pixar movies, which is Wally, Toy Story, Coco. Yep. How do you feel those sit in your personal view of Pixar? Because I think Wally. I think they're good, but I I haven't really thought about how I would rate Pixar movies in terms of the top 100. Do you think those are adequate choices for the 100 best? It is shocking to me Ratatouille is not on the list. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. God damn. Ratatouille is, I'll say it, it's the best. That's your number one That's Pixar. my number one. Yeah. I feel like, because to argue against Wally or... I don't know. If one's got to go, it's Wally, and I love Wally. But the humans and stuff in that movie is such a drastic shift in aesthetic. And then you have a movie like Coco, which is gorgeous and depicts a, a culture that's not in animated movies all that much. And, uh, you know, it's it's. I think it's deserving of Top 100. But, yeah, Ratatouille gets the shaft. I think Moana is better than Wally, I would say. Ooh. I thought Wally was your favorite movie. Yeah. Favorite animated movie. I most recently watched <laughs> Moana and uh we talked about this in the past, but the Moana songs I am a huge fan of. Just the one off bops like You're Welcome and Shiny. I think they're very fun songs, but also the main theme of the movie, How Far I'll Go, mm-hmm. just evolving over the course of the movie to match the themes. And the plot, I think, is really cool and enjoyable to listen along to. Okay. So, I feel like that kind of elevates it above Wally for Wally me. Wally doesn't have really any songs. Yeah, but they do have <laughs> uh credit track by... Phil Collins, right? I don't know. Anyhow, your top five. What would your top five Pixar's be? Uh, Ratatouille. Number one. Obviously. Um, Tangled. Yeah, Tangled. Finish your top five and we'll talk about Tangled. Okay. Need some time here. 
Uh, Onward really was good. Zootopia. A tiger's hot. <laughs> I don't know. I'll come back to it. <laughs> I feel like this is already a very, very controversial top five. Give me a minute. At the four. Um, You've only got one more. I know. I, I'll i make it more controversial. Meet the Robinsons. Wow. No, that's, that's not you true. You just said that to be inflammatory? Yeah. <laughs> I've never even seen that movie. It's got a lot of uh, Rob Thomas songs in it. Okay. Um, Monsters, Inc. That's a good pick. So you got Ratatouille, Tangled, Monsters, Inc. What? Ratatouille, Tangled. Well, I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Um... Onward, Zootopia, Monsters, Inc. Okay. What are your top five? Ratatouille, Tangled, Onward. I feel like the bottom three are all really controversial just based on all of the lists that we've read and heard of, you know? My top five would probably be... I would say Ratatouille... I would put Moana up there. I would put Wally. And then The Incredibles. Oh man, The Incredibles. Yeah. That's the nature of these lists. Someone says something and you're like, oh, right, of course. That would replace X, Y, or Z. Yeah. So I've got Ratatouille, Moana, Wally, The Incredibles, and then. Mm, damn. The last one feels like more important than number one to me. Yeah, because the last one solidifies who you're kicking out of the list. Uh huh. Right now it could be anything. I feel bad for not putting a Toy Story in the list, but I'm just not as hype on those as everyone else is. No. Toy Story? was one of the first Pixar movies, I think. Yeah, I feel... Toy Story Toy Story 1 was the first. Oh, was it? First feature, as far as I'm aware. Bugs Life. Ooh, maybe. I'm, I'm I don't not, know. I'm not enough of a Pixar historian to say for sure. Yeah. But I guess number five, I'll, I'll just throw out... Um... Coco, I'll say. Coco, that's fair. So, neither of us, apart from my number five, Coco, put in Toy Story. So, basically, I think it's safe to say that we're saying the picks for the top 100, as far as Pixar movies go, are not our personal choices. I would, uh, I would kick out Batman before I would kick out Toy Story from the top 100. Yeah, at least <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I would pick and choose about this top 100 list based on like reading over it and then having to choose replacements. But yeah, um, Batman would be kicked out before Toy Story and 
It would probably be replaced with a different Pixar movie from my top five. If I had the option. Uh, Tangled. Yeah. First time I've ever seen it was earlier this week. And this is from your, your high recommendation. Oh, yeah. What about it do you like so much? Why, why, do you, why do you like Tangled? What do you like and dislike about it? What would you rate it? Uh, I just think it's really funny. There's a lot of delight in the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Just watching it feels good. I like the love story. It's the most we see a princess interact with her husband, soon-to-be husband, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. The whole movie is the formation of their relationship. Yeah, except um, Frozen does a good job with Anna, Anna and... Kristoff. Um... Kristoff. <gasps> yeah, I have not seen Frozen 2, but... Really? Didn't yeah. you watch it with me? Why not? You saw it with your sister? What? You went to see Frozen 2 with your sister. In theaters? Yes. No. I believe so. I didn't see it until it came on to Disney+. Plus. I was obsessed with the song Lost in the Woods. Yeah. Well, I know for a fact I have not seen this movie. I saw Frozen 1 with my sister. I have seen No, wait. Nope, I had. I didn't. She saw that with a friend. So there's some mystery around Frozen 2 here. Literally did not see it in theaters. Hmm. Okay. Well, we did not watch it together. I don't know where you saw it. I saw it on this couch. <laughs> well, I was not here then. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe it was the week you went to go see Ollie. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That that reconciles all of our memories <laughs> into a conceivable. Quarantine walk. really throws life apart. Yeah, timelines are weird, man. Tangled, yeah, I feel like Tangled is a... I don't know how to describe it that well. It it feels like a classic cell-animated Disney movie with princesses and Yeah, it does a really good job with that. Yeah, so it's it's got a nostalgia factor to it and familiarity, but it's new school Pixar or whatever and the princess is actually a action person who's out doing shit and uh, yeah she's also a badass which is good are you familiar with the timeline between you know old Disney and new Disney sure like like the renaissance yeah because I'm aware of the concept but I don't really know the start points um, for the landmark movies or anything? Beauty and the Beast is Disney Renaissance. Um, is Lion King Renaissance? Yes. So what was the old stuff? Uh, Cinderella, Snow White. Okay. Uh, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, like the really boring shit. Whoa, whoa, back the fuck up. <laughs> Sit all the way down. I don't really like Snow White, but I really like Sleeping Beauty and I really like Cinderella. I guess I'd say my favorite is Snow White because that's the first feature-length movie that Disney did. So at least it's got some cred history-wise, but I don't find any of those stories 
entertaining to watch. I don't. I wouldn't. Why are we dating? <laughs> I wouldn't want to watch a an old school Disney movie again. And I'm actually shocked that there aren't any old school Disney on this list. Yeah. On the 100 list, that is. I feel like yeah, Beauty and the Beast should be on here for sure. Or Cinderella or whatever. Yeah, especially because the list is going to go f- so far as to include Charlie Chaplin movies and stuff, yeah. which I'm sure are entertaining. I can't pass judgment on them. I haven't seen them. But Inception is on this list. Yeah, and it's like the the list proves that people are rating these movies based on historical significance as a factor, probably, with Charlie Chaplin, Citizen Kane, and all that. And then animated, the oldest one we've got is Toy Story, I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, if we're looking at significance... What, no, wait. Uh, when did Spirited Away come out? That was after Toy Story. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like Spirited Away is 2004, oh, I want to say. Oh, truly? Okay, It's in the third third row, if you want to take a little peek, that blue one. 2001. Ah, damn it. And then Toy Story is the second to last row. 94? 95. Oh. Year after we were born. Yeah. So it's ju- it's just so bizarre to me that the oldest animated movie on that list is 95. And if we're looking at historical significance, Disney has stuff way older that I would think a bunch of nerds on the internet would at least rate highly just to say that they gave the first animated feature movie of Snow White a 10 or something because it's such a landmark, you know? Right. You know, I think Lion King isn't Renaissance because that came out in 94. I think the Renaissance ended by then. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause so I that's New School then? Well, I think there's a distinction. There's a difference between Disney Renaissance and New School and, <laughs> like, Lion King. So what are the so there's classic Disney Snow White yep Renaissance yep which is Beauty and the Beast no uh I think Hunchback of Notre Dame Aladdin Mulan. Hercules Mulan came okay. out in ninety eight so then Lion King would be in the Renaissance I don't think Mulan was part of the Renaissance okay so Hercules is Renaissance yes look it up on your phone. Okay, I'll Google, should I Google Disney Renaissance movies? Yeah. And then, like, Princess and the Frog wouldn't be Renaissance. That's definitely new school, because that was, yeah. like, 2010s, I want to say, right? It's 2020 right now. When I was 15? Yeah, probably. Okay, the Disney Renaissance... Is a period from 89 to 99. Oh! Okay, yeah, so the movies in the Renaissance are Little Mermaid, Rescuers Down Under. Oh man, Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, mm-hmm. Lion King, Pocahontas, Hunchback. Oh, Pocahontas! Yeah. Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan. Fuck yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. Tarzan was probably my favorite for a long time. Yeah, great soundtrack, which is something I did not appreciate when it first came out. Phil Collins doing yeah. it. So he is the Wally guy because it was the same guy as Tarzan. Oh, okay. 
But, okay, so Renaissance. And then after that... Like Brother Bear. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what are... I'm just going to Google Disney film periods. That's a good point. Does that seem like that would get the information? Oh, definitely. Seven eras of Disney filmmaking. That's too many eras. Jesus. 37 to 42 is the golden age. That makes sense. Which is Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, and Bambi. That's all in 37 to 42, which is crazy to me. Yeah. I also don't like any of those movies. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I am not familiar enough with any of them to say. Okay, 43 to 49 is the wartime era. And these are... Deep cuts. <laughs> Saludos Amigos, The Three Caballeros, Make Mine Music, Fun and Fancy Free, <laughs> Melody Time, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh, wow. I am not familiar with any of those. I've seen Ichabod and Mr. Toad. That's wartime era Disney, baby. They weren't that hot. 50, 50 to 59 is the Silver Age. And here we're talking Cinderella, Yo. Alice in Wonderland, uh. Peter Pan, mm. Lady and the Tramp, Get it. Sleeping Beauty, uh. 101 Dalmatians, yes. The Sword and the Stone, Ooh. The Jungle Book. Uh. <laughs> that so, last one was too sexual. <laughs> <laughs> so what's with, what's with the wartime era? Because we go from iconic good, Disney movies. All the good animators were fighting the Germans. I suppose. It <laughs> goes from iconic Disney movies that everyone knows to these weird ones. And then to the Silver Age, where it's back to these iconic movies. I feel like the only one that I'm not super familiar with out of the Silver Age is The Sword and the Stone. I feel like I've seen that once, maybe. Yeah, if they have it on Disney+, Plus, we should watch it. They better have it on Disney+. Plus. It might be in the... <laughs> Excuse me. It might be in the vault, which is some stupid bullshit marketing. Stuff is out of the vault. Everything is out of the vault? I think everything's out of the vault. They they admitted it was a marketing play, and they're like, okay, you can just buy the movie now. (laughs) Everything that Netflix doesn't have a license to is out of the vault. Then we go into the Bronze Age, which is funny. Have you... I'm sorry. What? Keep talking, because you're going to say the movie name. The Bronze Age, which is funny to me in that we're looking at the Golden Age, Silver Age, and Bronze Age, which just implies it gets shittier. (laughs) And most of these movies, as we go down in metals, are more enjoyable to me <laughs> because they're more recent. Yeah. Anyway, Bronze Age is Aristocats. Oh, my God. I like that movie a lot. Yes, that's a really good movie. Robin Hood. Eh. Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Eh. The Rescuers. Yes. Fox and the Hound. Oh, my God, that movie. Yeah, that one is tough. Uh, Black Cauldron. Yes, that was the one I was getting excited about. Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company. I never saw Great Mouse Detective. Me neither. And I've never seen Robin Hood either. Or the Winnie the Pooh one. Or the Rescuers. What? But Aristocats I love. Okay. Fox and the Hound I love. Black Cauldron I have not seen but I've heard of. Oh, guess what we're doing. Watching Black Cauldron. Yeah, after you play Siege, maybe. Oh, baby. Yeah, Oliver and Company I like just because of the Why Should I Worry song. Yes. Why Should I Worry? Some real good songs here. Why Should I Care? Is it... I'm going to make a claim about these having seen like 
less than half of them. The animation in these looks grittier or... That's just 90s, baby. Darker. <laughs> I, well, I mean, think of Aristocats, right? Yeah. Like that, it's, it's both visually darker. They're in urban streets and... From what I recall of the Aristocats, there's a pretty dark plot where they, there's scenes where they like yeah, the throw a bag of cats to... into the river and shit. Yep. Yeah, and there's dudes at night cafes drinking wine, like that visual gag where he dumps yes. out his wine bottle. But it feels like all of these scenes are kind of how I think of all of these movies that I've seen. Yeah. To um, be honest, I would have said Aristocats came out around the same time as Peter Pan, so that's surprising to me that it's Bronze Age. It's, uh, this website I'm looking at says the death of Walt Disney spiraled the Walt Disney Studios into the Bronze Age, also known as the modern era. This era was a time of decline for Disney. Like, financially? (laughs) Well, this site claims that it's a period of trial and error filmmaking. I don't know, I think most of those are bangers. Oh, Check this out. Bronze Age also shied away from fairy tales focused on darker, secular stories. Oh. So all of these movies are... Secular. Yeah. Pagan (laughs) shit. They worship false gods. (laughs) I always had that vibe about Oliver. He was was a shifty cat, that's for sure. Uh... (laughs) I don't know. Do you have anything you want to talk about, like Dark Black Cauldron? You Black Cauldron. Hype on it. I think that's one of the more forgotten, in quotation marks, uh, Disney movies. I don't feel like it gets a lot of love, which is crazy because the story is awesome. There's not any music in it. I don't think. Well, Aristocats is a musical, um, and All of Our Company is a musical. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't have any music, and it's just a fairy tale that isn't one that we know like it's not a princess story there there is a princess in it so it's like fantasy based yeah it's super good i think you would like it cool yeah i'd, I'd love to check it out there's a pig in it i that like does pigs. magic a magical pig there's a magic pig wow and there's this character who's this weird scruffy dog thing that talks weird and i love him i'm gonna keep my eyes peeled for that one. Oh. You'll see him. What's his name? Don't remember. Scruffy dog thing. Have you seen that picture that's on Reddit all the time? And the caption is, do you have a cat or a dog? And they're like, I don't know. And yeah. it's like this really, I think it's a cat, but it's a really rough looking cat that's yeah. a very fluffy fur. That's what I'm picturing when you say scruffy dog thing. You're not wrong. We launch right on in two... The modern, uh, the Disney Renaissance era. Yeah. Which is 89 to 99. Oh, yeah, give me. Little Mermaid, oh. Rescuers Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, oh. Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, Hunchback in Notre Dame, Hercules, Mulan, Tarzan. These are all my favorites, and it's probably because my siblings would have been young enough for the 89 stuff to get played at this house, our house, my uh-huh. house. And then that's when I was growing up. <laughs> Yeah, so born in 94, these are going to be the kids' movies that are coming out that we're watching. So, yeah, yeah, definitely the most connected to these. Which one of these is your favorite? Oh, God. It's such a huge toss-up between Hercules and Aladdin. 
Hercules. Nice. I think. I'll always come back to it and say Hercules. I really like Greek mythology. I'm super... I used to be more into it. I've forgotten more than I have learned about it. But I like it. Like that Lore Olympus comic. Yeah. Huge fan of that. That Cersei book, the Madeline Miller one. Loved that book. Just something about Greek mythology tickles something that I really, really enjoy. I would never be an archaeologist or anything like that for yeah. Greek mythology. But I don't know. I. It's just great. I think it's probably because learning about Greek mythology was my first understanding. Like, there used to be other religions. Um, other people used to worship other stuff. Oh shit, is the Bible right? <laughs> you know? Right, just so super I think formative. Just, yeah. Yeah, formative, I think. I also really like Greek mythology and any type of mythology because I always think it's super cool when a culture has a religion that has gods that are have their own personalities and they're gods of specific things. Yeah. They've got their own domains. It's like fun little categorization and all these neat characters and stuff that you can learn about and they've got traits. And I feel as though Greek is the most popular of pantheons like that. Right. And uh, learning about new gods is like, oh shit, that's cool. Like, um, I remember when I learned of, uh, fairly recently, uh, Hephaestus, or uh, the, the god of the forger? forge. Yeah. Um, I, I had no idea that that was a, a god, but then really? we watched the um, Hercules animated series, <laughs> and Hephaestus is making weapons and stuff, and it's like, oh, sick. Yeah. It's like another character, and it, it feels like just... Um, fun categorization and a fun thing to learn about just because it's so categorized, you know. So yeah, Hercules is a good pick. Isn't Hephaestus married to Aphrodite? I don't know. Maybe. I don't I don't remember. Maybe. I learned it at one point. <laughs> I, f- I think my favorite is probably Lion King. Yeah. Or Aladdin. I like Aladdin a lot because um, it's a great movie, and also we had a Super Nintendo in our household, and there's a really fantastic Aladdin game on the Super Nintendo, and I would play it a lot, and it was so difficult that, because I was just a little kid, I was really bad at it, and the first level is the streets of Agrabah, and you jump on the uh, guards' heads, uh, you know, the iconic guard design from mm-hmm. Aladdin. One and jump out of the bread. Line. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's that in video game form. And um, I could never beat the first level, so I just replayed it all the time. So that first level is the Streets of Agrabah, which is super tied to the iconic visuals of the movie. So it's just, you know, growing up with that shit. Yeah. That's, that's what makes it the best. Yeah, that's true. Really shaped the childhood. I think I have to give a special shout out to Milan, because that was the first movie I went to see in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. It's a good movie, too. It is. And it's dark. War. Tons of murder. Yeah. It was funny. Someone pointed out on Reddit how Mulan just has got the highest body count 
like any Disney character, mm-hmm. she murdered a horde of Huns. Anyhow, we are getting later on, we're in the 2000s, so post-Renaissance era is 2000 to 2009, and these, with a few key exceptions, mm-hmm. are not, well, I guess I should say the exceptions are that some are just obscure shit. Okay. Let's Fan- have it. Fantasia 2000. Okay. Dinosaur. Oh my god. Just a dinosaur. I don't remember. You don't that. remember that one? No. Was that oh. the one that was like photorealistic or something? Yeah. Okay. When? Oh wait. Disney didn't do Land Before Time. That no. was Don Bluth. So Fantasia 2000. Dinosaur. Emperor Zoo Groove. Fuck. Fuck yes. Fantastic. Atlantis Lost Empire. Fuck yes. Yes. And underappreciated. Lilo and Stitch. Fuck yes. Treasure Planet. Oh my god. Brother Bear. Oh. Home on the Range. Oh. Chicken Little. Uh. <laughs> Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> what happened? What happened to the end? And Bolt. <laughs> Bolt. <laughs> so, you've got some bangers in here. <laughs> it starts with bangers. And then just garbage. Like Lilo and Stitch, amazing. Yes. That's probably my favorite. Well, ooh, Emperor's yeah, New hard. Groove. Emperor's New Groove is so rewatchable. I've, I would say Emperor's New Groove is my favorite on this batch. <sighs> yeah. So memeable. Yes. David Spade Fuck is it. perfect yes. in that movie. So good. And John Goodman is Pacha. Yes. Like, and, um... These are, the, these are names that, at the time, when I first watched this, it's like, oh, John Goodman. I, I didn't even know who voiced Pacha, let alone cared. And now I'm such a big fan of John Goodman. That it just makes the movie that much better. The Kronk voice actor, too. What oh, is his name? Um, Patrick Warburton. Yes, thank you. Yes. He is He is a great comedian, yeah. too. I love Patrick Warburton. Yeah, he, he kills it. His, yeah. name, his last name's hard to pronounce. Warburton. I just recently watched Treasure Planet. You, you yep. showed it to me, and uh, that, it was enjoyable. It's so good. The... Villain was probably my favorite part. He's, yes. He's a cool character, got some shit going on, and a lot that he thinks about. He's not just some, he's not like Maleficent, you know? Uh, from, no, he feels very real. Yeah. I think Treasure Planet is so underappreciated. That's a great movie. And Scott Joseph Gordon-Levitt voicing uh, the guy. Yeah, JGL. Yeah. Bless up. One more era, 2010 to present. That is this era, so we can see the datedness of this particular list by 2010 to present. It's Princess and the Frog. Good. Tangled. Good. Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Wreck-It Ralph. Good. Frozen. Good. And Big Hero 6. Good. And that's the last, those are the last movies on this particular site's list. Oh, really? Yeah, so... The most recent one must have been Big Hero 6 when this site was published. Huh. But, oh, I just, so that was the seven eras, and then the link below is the nine eras. Son of a gun. So I feel like people will just never agree. But, yeah, all of... Well, what if the eighth and ninth era are, like, onward? Yeah, I'm trying to... Inside out. And, 
Ratatouille. Where's Ratatouille? Let's see, 2000 to 2009, the site claims is the second Dark Age, the post-Renaissance era. Um, 2010 to present, Marvel Star Wars, second Disney Renaissance. Um, Princess and the Frog, Tangled, Winnie the Pooh, Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero 6. Um, yeah, but it, it just uh, is counting everything that has happened since 2000. I well, guess. 20 years? Ah, that, those lists don't even include Wally or Coco. Mm. Anyway, we were going to talk about Tangled, but we've been going for a while now. Uh, we did kind of talk about Tangled. Yeah, we talked about Tangled. I guess I just wanted to, like... We've been watching a lot of cartoons, and I know that they're pretty easy to get some strong opinions about. There's a lot to talk about with them. Yeah. Is there anything else that you had kind of pop up in your head? Are you trying to wrap up? I'm thinking about it. Can we discuss the rest of the Disney movies? Can we find them? Oh, fuck. Sure. (laughs) Okay. Trying to cut the horse off at the tail, man. <laughs> well, does a horse need its tail if someone is going to get the flies for it? <laughs> Making up sayings. Making up sayings. Okay, here's a list of theatrical animated features from Disney. Um, Start from the beginning. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. 99, Doug's first movie. Holy shit. Holy shit, Doug. You think that's uh, Doug funny? Yeah, it's Doug funny. Patty Mayonnaise. I think just her name makes me want a chicken patty. (laughs) You know? Even when I was a vegetarian, I loved those Boca chicken patties. Just something about a chicken patty really does it for me. Yeah, I like chicken patties too. We should get chicken patties. When, uh, in high school, when they had chicken patties for lunch. Oh my god. I that would, was like the only time I ate high school lunch. Yeah. I would eat, I'd take bites around the edge and eat all of the edge because it was crispy. And then the rest would just be working my way in. But the best part was the edges because it was more crispy breading. Crispy. Probably looked like a psychopath. Eh, who cares? There's a lot. Bambi 2 was in 2006. Oh, Bambi 2. I don't care about the sequels normally. The other list overlooked Finding Nemo in 2003. It's messed up. Which, uh... That's a good movie. Finding Nemo came out a year after Treasure Planet. I believe it. Treasure Planet was one of the last 2D ones. And then we've got... This is attributing Miyazaki films, too. So, like, Howl's, Howl's Moving Castles on this list. That ain't, no. Yeah, that's a different conversation entirely. Yeah. Let's start at Tangled in 2010. Okay. Is Brave Little Toaster Disney? Uh, I cannot command F on this list, and it is one fucking hell of a list. <laughs> so, I don't know. Fair. We'll say. Um, 2010. Holy shit. What? What? There's some surprising release dates in this list. June 18th, 2010. Do you know what movie came out? 
Okay, give me a minute. Um, Incredibles? No, Toy Story 3. Oh, no. Toy Story 3 came uh, out 10 years ago. I feel old. Princess and the Frog was 2009. Jesus Christ. Let's see, we got Tangled and Toy Story 3, same year. Really? Yes. Huh. Fucking crazy. Uh, they followed up Tangled with Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, no. <laughs> and they followed that one up with Mars Needs Bumps. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you guys want to go bankrupt? Because I have some ideas. Tangled was... They loved it. I've got... <laughs> Mars Needs Moms. I've never even seen that. Yeah. Yes. No, thank you. Cars 2, Winnie the Pooh. That rhymed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there are so there's so many movies. Do you Cars. want me to list all of these? Kind no? of. Okay. Cars 2, Winnie the Pooh. 2012, Secret World of Arietti. Is that? Oh, shit. Is that Ghibli as well? Yeah, it's Ghibli. Um, Arjun the Warrior Prince. I don't know what that is. Me neither. 2012, Brave. Brave came out after Toy Story 3. That's the craziest mm-hmm. thing to me. Toy Story 3 in 2010. I, yeah. I can't get over it. Yeah. It, well, when did we go to college? It would be 2013. I guess. One sec. Uh, I'm going to open another beer and then I want you to talk about Brave. Did you hear me burp? No. Talk about Brave. So my thing with Brave is that Morgan really hyped it up. And then it was just okay. I've never seen it, so I don't have anything to add. We should watch it. I mean, it's good. It's a nice little feminist story, and it's cute, and it's funny. It's just... I don't know. It wasn't what I was expecting, because I think Tangled really put me up here. Yeah. I have my hand all the way up. And then Brave was not what I expected a Disney movie to be. Yeah. All I know about Brave is that they talked shit on it in Wreck-It Ralph 2. When, oh, yeah, because she talks really weird. Yeah, the main well, she's character. she's got a Scottish accent, is the thing. Well, they went so, like, I don't know what she sounds like in the actual movie. When Wreck-It Ralph 2, the main girl, enters a room full of Disney princesses. And they're all talking. And then she just comes up. And she's like this drunk goon, is how they show her in Wreck-It Ralph 2. <laughs> she's screaming at the main character in a super emphatic Scottish brogue. Brogue? And... We should find out before we go to Scotland. Yeah, and everyone is like, oh, sorry about the embarrassing Scott, you know? <laughs> so, that's all I know about Brave. Oh, man. That's funny. But you say it's middling? Yeah, it's not the worst. It's better than Meet the Robinsons, that's for sure. Alrighty, so after Brave, we've got Secret of the Wings. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Frank and Weenie? Which okay. I've never seen, but... Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I just have respect for any stop-motion movie. That's true. That's... Yeah, Kubo and the Two Strings is probably the best stop-motion animation I've ever seen. Yeah, that was an amazing movie. Like, amazing movie or just super gorgeous to watch? Both? Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things that... I'm not educated on that culture, but watching um, the movie made me think, oh... This feels super in-depth and researched, and I would feel as though if I did my own research, it would probably be close. I feel similarly about Kubo as I do about Moana. 
Mm. Like, I don't know anything about Polynesian people, mm-hmm. but watching Moana makes me think, you know, they've done research on Maori and Polynesian uh, yeah. groups. I just know? had a thought. What? Are pigs from Polynesian? Oh, because of Pua? Yeah. I have no idea. I, I imagine that there's like boars and stuff, you know? It, oh my god. It's a little furry pig. It looks like it, it makes sense. Yeah, like chickens are everywhere. I, horses came from Europe, which blows my mind. I mean, there were American horses a long time ago, but... Ooh, I just cracked. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, anyhow, stop motion movies. Right. <laughs> I, I feel... The movie is entertaining to watch, and it's so tactile when you look at it, and the textures are so impressive, because they're real things, Mm -hmm. but there's so much more enjoyment to be had for me in watching these, excuse me, there's so much more entertainment to be had for me in watching the making of... Yes. And seeing those time lapse where you, the person goes in, moves, runs it like it's it's awe inspiring uh, to see what they're willing to do just to get this aesthetic, you know. Um which makes me think of that movie Anomalisa. We should watch that. Anomalisa. Amalisa? What are you talking about? It it was nominated for it's directed by Charlie Kaufman. Um and it's a stop motion movie and it was nominated for best picture this year no Mm -hmm. uh it's it's a while ago but um it's a it's a stop motion movie and it's sure yeah it's realistic uh no it is anomalisa uh directed and produced by charlie kaufman and it's it's a realistic story as far as i'm aware and uh it's apparently a very depressing movie but it's made with stop motion puppets so what was that super depressing one um max and oh uh mary and max mary and max yes down was fucked up too yeah i don't remember the details of that one too well but i know we watched it and it was not a fun time no it's this girl that gets bullied and isn't super popular and um Max is like a sad older dude and they're pen pals. Yeah. Mary drinks sweetened condensed milk as a treat. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's That one's good. It, it's not Disney. Yeah, it's it's sad but uh from what I recall it's you know, it, it's sad but it's whimsical and It's pretty whimsical. Yeah, and it had a happy ending, right? She didn't do a thing she shouldn't have done. Okay. So. Good. So that's Frank and Weenie. Thanks, Frank and Weenie, for the discussion. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, yeah. Good movie. Monsters University. Yeah, uh, I haven't the, seen that. Me neither. The Timeless Classic, Planes. Ah. I haven't seen that either. Also Frozen, 2013. Okay. They, good job. Good yeah. bounce back from Planes. Yeah, right. Same year. Like, uh, okay, so put all the shooting animators on planes. Yeah. Got a big hit 
Yeah, I wonder if they know when they're working. Oh, they do. When they're working on like a classic that people are going to know uh, and sing. Like people still fucking sing Let It Go. Of course. Edina Menzel, though. Yeah. It, well, it, how did uh, Travolta... Yeah, Travolta... It was basically that bad. It was Kissed horrible. her weird. Yeah. Uh, okay. John Travolta's a weird guy. He's a Scientologist, you know? Well, don't say that. They'll come after us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got one listener, and it's fucking L. Ron Hubbard's ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Is he alive? Or no, he's <laughs> dead, for okay. sure. Um, anyhow... Do you think the crew on planes was just bitter as hell <laughs> because the next cubicle over they were knocking out Frozen? Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck, like, Frozen is going to be the classic. We all know it. Here I am working on planes, which is a cash grab off of cars. <laughs> yeah. Weird. <sighs> uh, then we got Pirate Fairy. Is that Tinkerbell one? I don't know. I'm, I'm not familiar with that title at all. I think it's Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. I know my mom really liked those movies, so I watched one. They're okay. The Pirate Fairy. Well, the first one was 2014. Uh, then we have Planes, Fire, and Rescue. Okay. Big Hero 6 in 2014. Oh, that, one was that pretty was good. good. That one, I would, I would put that under the underappreciated, because it's, yeah. it's not hyped up right now, and... I think it's a good story about brothers, and, you know, it's a good coming-of-age story. Yeah, it's a pretty decent coming-of-age story. It's entertaining. It is entertaining. I'd watch it again. I would put Onward over Big Hero 6 still. Me too. Okay. That's a good brother story, too. It's a fantastic brother story. Better than Big Hero 6, because doesn't the guy's brother die? Well, what the fuck? (laughs) Spoilers. Oh, well, it's in like the first twenty minutes. That's it's, true. it's the plot. It's a good show about grief. Yeah. I would put Coco over it. Yes, Coco is one about grief. It it's intensely about grief. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's Coco why it's is, on this. I think Coco deserves to be on this list. I agree. If if there's going to be Pixar movies up in the top one hundred, which there should be, Coco is uh, good because the story is amazing and the vi- it's visually oh, it's gorgeous. incredible. Yes. It feels it feels weird watching Moana that is a good looking movie, but it's nuts to me to think that so much of Moana takes place on an ocean, so it's a relatively empty scene. You know, you have Moana on the boat and yeah. then water is tricky of course, but it's just this big endless horizon and then stuff happens where they go to uh the spire to go to the land of monsters. Mm-hmm. And it's just this rock pillar. It's like, yeah, it looks good, but it's a rock pillar. The island is a lush jungle. I don't know how to say it because it's beautiful, but it's, simple. Yeah, her hair is so. Their hair animation has gotten so good. Yes. And then the flip side is this hyper detailed, colorful, bright vibrant world of Coco. Yeah. And it feels like uh, it's so much more impressive in Coco than Moana to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miguel has a mole. That's a flex. That is a flex. Yeah. I, I always daydream about 
you know, taking pieces of technology like this back to 94 or 95 and be like, show the animators of Toy Story a 10-minute clip from Coco and they just collectively have brain aneurysms and, <laughs> you know, shit. It, it'd be, like, that's a fun daydream premise. Yeah, it's um, good. You yeah. wouldn't go back in time to kill Hitler? Well, come on. We're going to kill Hitler first. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm going to show him Coco. <laughs> we've got to go pop up in, in his chambers with an iPad. Uh, with Coco downloaded because it wouldn't be. <laughs> and he'd be like, Was is das? And then, and then I would shoot him. <laughs> So that was their strange magic, which I don't remember. I don't know that either. Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast. Sure. I feel like if I sense that it's a direct-to-video, I'm just going to skip it. Strange magic actually sounds familiar. Strange magic. I clicked on it. It's 2015. Can I see it? Yes, it looks like shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, I saw that. It is shit. Alright, now I gotta scroll down this list again. Sorry. No, it was worth it. (laughs) 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 That wasn't meant to be snide, but I thought it'd be funny if it was snide. And I looked over at you and you clearly thought it was snide, so I'm like, okay. Uh, Tinkerbell Legend of the Never Beast, which is weird title. Inside Out, 2015. Good. Saw it in theaters because we tried to go see Jurassic Park and we got so upset about some kids behind us. Oh yeah, I forgot. That we complained. Yeah, these kids, we go to see the first Jurassic Park movie, which is kind of a bad movie. (laughs) And it gets to the climactic end, so spoiler alert for the first Jurassic Park movie featuring Chris Pratt. And these T-Rex creatures have a fight and these little shithead kids behind us are commentating it like a prize fight. And they're literally screaming, Oh, right, oh, give him a bite. Kid thought it was hilarious. So I think it was you turned around and asked him to be quiet. You did it. Okay, so I turned around and asked him to be quiet. And they have this uh, horrified look on their face. And uh, then is not three minutes later, they start up again. And the movie ends. They all stand up. And a dad stands up. He was sitting right behind That them. was the biggest shit about it. Yeah. Some, one of those kids' dads was there. And he was probably just, you know, pissed that his Saturday was ruined or something where he had to bring <laughs> his kids out to a movie. But dude didn't say one fucking thing the whole time. And then we complained. Yeah. And, and another got, family went with us when we complained. Yeah. And I always feel like the need to defend myself where we didn't go up to some random person and just start bitching at them. No, we didn't we, get Karen We about expressed it. that we it ruined mid, the movie. Mid-movie, we went to the popcorn person, whatever, and we're like, these kids won't shut up. And then an usher waited, but if they don't see the kids talking, they can't kick them out. Yeah. And then they talked again... And then I was pissed, so I found the same guy, and I was like, they never shut up. There they are, 
go get them. Yeah. And uh, instead, he got his vouchers for another movie. Yeah. And then we of, went to see Inside Out, which is better than Jurassic Park. Yes. No kids were harmed in the making of this complaint. Yes. Or uh, theater employees. Yes. Just my psyche. <sighs> I hate movie talkers. So even if they're so ten. Rude. Let's talk about Infinity War real quick. Oh God. So <laughs> so angry. This is a very heroic moment for you, Jenny. Thank you. We go to watch Infinity War, which, if you're not familiar, is the culmination <laughs> of twenty-one movies. And characters from the entire Marvel mythos are present and important in Infinity War. We go to see it in theaters. This guy is sitting next to me. So the order of seats, we're all in one row. It's Jenny, me, Stranger Guy, Stranger Guy's girlfriend. And he is leaning over every single character. It's like, that's Hulk. (laughs) He was on this other planet. Uh, but he's back on Earth now. Yeah. Oh, he's talking to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is this guy, man, he's like a wizard. Every character. So this woman who has gone to see this movie, probably dragged to the movie by this guy. Uh, he's probably like, oh, I can explain everything that's happening. Yeah. She didn't see a single Marvel movie before this. And apparently, as far based on his explanations, had no idea who anybody was. <laughs> and Jenny leans over... Fuck, what'd you say? You're like, could you be quiet or you shush them or something super aggressively? <laughs> and then they were both shamed into silence the rest of the movie. But Then someone went on their phone later on. Yeah. And I was like, put your phone away. Yeah. yeah. It, so mad. There's very, very simple rules of engagement in a the movie theater. And it is literally sit there and be quiet for two hours. Yeah. Easiest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. That's Especially why... because you have active entertainment being shot into your eyeballs. <laughs> but... That's why I'm pro flicks. Yeah. Because you can... There's a tattle button. Yes. <laughs> there is a tattle button. Flicks we haven't us. had to use it. We've talked about this theater on our podcast this before. This is the best theater. If you have a flicks in reasonable driving distance, you should see all of your movies there. Yeah. They have really good beer. Really good food. Like, surprisingly good food. Yeah, and it's not super expensive. It, it, it's not cheap. Well, but... no. It, it's like going to a, a normal sit-down restaurant, both price-wise and quality-wise. Yeah. Yeah. So, normally, when I think theater food, I think microwave nachos, nachos yeah. uh, that cost, like, $12. Yeah, or a but half-stale here, pretzel. Yeah, here you get... Uh, Burger for, I don't know, $13? Yeah, 13 15 So not cheap. And it's but... a good burger, and mm-hmm. you get fries, mm-hmm. and it's made in a... It's not some microwave bullshit. Go to Flix. Yeah. And the beer, again. Yes, the beer is good. They brew, they're a brew house. Yes. And the beer is good, in my opinion. I and agree. I drink a lot of beer. Oh, yes. So I have a strong opinion. <laughs> okay. Back to Inside Out. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie. I agree. Yeah. Uh, good dinosaur. I've never seen. It's fine. Zootopia, twenty sixteen. Bn. Good movie. I do think we just watched this recently. Mm-hmm. This week. Tag is hot. Tag is hot. I don't know. I don't like. Don't you dare. The fact. Stop. That Judy Hopps. How could you? Goes on a, very. Oh. Hurtful. 
racist tirade. Thought you were going to complain about the sheep. <laughs> That's the, normally the... The sheep. The sheep being the villain. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it, fine. I, it makes sense in the context of the world, okay. in my opinion. No, yeah. Judy Hopps goes on this racist-ass tirade, that and turns, nobody calls her out. Nobody calls her out. It turns the whole city against predators, like... Against black people. Oh, it, wait. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. That's the other... So... You know, it's a racism allegory. Like, right. Of course. But I think that the movie does an interesting job of... Um, not, like, communicating real-world race no. issues. But in the context of the movie, they have good arguments for why predators should be the more afraid ones of race relations. And why prey should be more afraid. Because in the movie it kind of shows, oh, 90% of the population is prey. But also, prey species are going to be, like, they could easily be fucked up by a predator with no effort. But, you know, it kind of shows both sides of that, um, which I like. But I hate that Judy Hopps goes on this horrific racist tirade saying that predators are biologically predisposed to go savage. It's massively hurtful, and it ruins her friendship with the main character. I just remembered I killed a rabbit today. Oh, yeah. <sighs> we were driving out to a park, jumped out, very, very sad. Oh, God. What if that was Judy Hopps? Well, Zootopia will be a little less safe. <laughs> All right. Um, but then, even more so that she doesn't get called out by anybody else, her best friend, who... Nick. Nick, Nick the Fox, Nick Wilde. Just, uh, like, start, she, she starts crying and apologizing because she said the most racist shit ever. And he consoles her. Like, there's really no consequence for her being racist as shit. I don't know. So, pretty good movie apart from that. Uh, Finding Dory. Never saw it. No, I haven't seen that one either. And then Moana, 2016. Good nice. movie. Yeah. Cars 3, 2017. Never seen it. No. Coco, 2017. Uh-huh. Very good movie. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Incredibles 2, 2018. God damn. That was pretty good. It was, yeah. I, I, I liked it. Not as much as Incredibles. No. But also, it annoys me when movies are boomer as shit and... The villain in this movie was the screen slaver, and it was about the corruption of tech, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay, Jesus <laughs> Christ. But I do like the flip from, you know, part, part of me feels like when a movie is trying really hard to flip the stereotypes, like this movie yeah. is Elastigirl's the main ass kicker, Mr. Incredible's the stay-at-home spouse... Uh, that's not what you expected, is it? No, we're... <laughs> like, it's beneficial to have that kind of stuff. Yeah. And flip the script, you know, just to show... What are we at? Hour three. Okay. Um, well, we're almost done with this list. Yeah. Um, but it sometimes it feels like if they don't do it thoughtful and they just... Like, Incredibles 2 is like, we know the gender roles yeah. inside and out and... Rather than combat them in a thoughtful way, we're just going to 
put the husband in the wife's spot and the wife in the husband's spot. That's crazy, right? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I don't know. But, dude. I agree. Any any thoughts on Incredibles 2 plot or anything uh, like that? These are getting more recent, so I actually have, like, memory of, of some of these. No, I don't really have any commentary. It does the same thing where the person you thought was good was actually evil the whole time, which... Yeah. Boring. Don't boring. do it twice. But... Or, or do it twice. I don't give a shit. Um, Mega Mind should be on this list. This movie. On this the week. top 100 list? Yeah, fuck you if you disagree. I've never seen Mega Mind. Oh, God. Our watch list of cartoons is getting so long. Yes. And we spent uh, 45 minutes watching Aladdin 2. When we We're gonna been... finish Aladdin 2. <laughs> Excuse you. When we could have been making headway on Mega Mind. <laughs> yeah, it's upsetting that you haven't seen. Okay, so we gotta watch Megamind. Um, I'll just <laughs> just look up the Wikipedia article <laughs> and write them all down. Okay. Ralph breaks the internet. That's <laughs> fine. That was another thing where it's uh, you know, like super. I guess you know these are on the. I'm torn on it's a kid's movie, so it kind of has to be on the nose. Yeah. Because these movies are trying... <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest thing about it. Yeah, they're trying to teach more complex concepts to children about, like, what society views gender roles as and trying to introduce that to a kid. Is it introducing or instilling it is the huge thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Ugh, God. But... In Ralph Breaks the Internet, my only memory is that... Ralph broke the internet. Yeah. Well, it's about Ralph wanting to not lose his friend, but the real development and... Uh, Did we watch it together? Yeah, yeah we watched this one together. Huh. But Ralph doesn't want to lose his friend, and his friend is that young girl who doesn't want to be in the little you know, kid game. Yeah. She wants to be the murder racer. So Yeah, what I remember most about that movie is the hot Spanish chick. What I remember most is <laughs> the murder race game. Yeah. Because it was kind of funny to me that I feel like the movie makers wanted us all to see this as a very violent M-rated game. But since it's in a kid's movie, it has to be non-violent. Yeah. So it's like gritty. They're wearing spikes and high stakes and shit. And then they just kind of like bump into each other. It's like, I kind of feel like you want to show some carnage here, but can't. You get one F word. They don't? <laughs> what, what is that for? Is that PG-13. PG-13 is one F word. Um, Toy this, Story 4 was 2019. Oh, what? This podcast is rated R. Yeah. Technically. Because we're saying a bunch of cusses. We cuss a lot. We're adults. We're adults and we cuss. Yeah. We're adults because we cuss. It's cussing that makes you mature. Yeah, so teenagers, if you're listening to this podcast... Drop the F-bomb. What? what? Toy Story 4, June 21st, 2019. We just watched this fairly recently. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it, I, I liked it. I was going to say, the trailers made me think it would be all about Forky. Yeah, definitely. Barely about Forky. Forky's in it for 20 minutes. Times. Yeah, he, he um, is voiced by the brother from Arrested Development that has a hook for a hand. Buster. Buster Bluth. I don't know his actual name, oh, but God. he's a good voice for the character. Yeah. But this is, again, about Woody 
learning. I guess it's kind of talking about the process of growing up and it's a very convenient vehicle for that because as characters grow up around Woody, he's learning about the process of growing up, you know? Oh, and wow. they can communicate that through So deep. Him. You're deep. You're deep. Shut up. <laughs> I'm deep. Rated R. Uh, Misogyny. I guess since we're here at the most recent Toy Story 4. Rated, rated R for misogyny. <laughs> it's very dangerous. You better have a you better have a firm respect for differences uh, in gender privilege before you interact with any of this misogyny content. Because we don't want to accidentally espouse virtues of misogyny when we're trying to criticize it. So don't listen to this until we agree. Will you please rate the toys rank the toy stories? Three, two, one, four. You'd say four is the worst. Yeah. Okay. I don't have much of a memory of one or two. Well. So well, I, I'll rank them uh, three, four, two, one. Okay. Just because I don't really remember one and two. Sure. But, cool. Lion King photorealistic edition 2019. Never saw that. Me neither. Can't make me. Yeah, I have no interest. I'd rather watch a cartoon. Yeah. I'd rather watch the sequel. The Lion King with uh, the edgy teen lion. Yeah. Who's trying to not be evil. Yeah. And Lion King two and a half. I would put Lion King two and a half above Lion King one, to be honest. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, very enjoyable. Uh, Frozen 2. That's okay. 2019. I'll make and, you watch it. Cool. I, I like the Lost in the Woods song. Cool. Yeah. I love the Weezer cover. Spies in Disguise. That's coming out soon. Oh, no. It came out in 2019, actually. What? Yeah. Huh. It's got Will Smith and Tom Holland. Huh. Uh, Will Smith is a bird most of the time. I'll have to watch it. And then Onward, 2020. So good. Yes. So good. I really like Onward. Uh, like we've mentioned, awesome look at a brotherly relationship. Just a really enjoyable so good. movie. And there's a couple scenes of really intense emotion. Yes. So Pixar is always going to get some tears, right? Yeah. But this one was really effective, and I feel that it was really authentic. Yes. Too. Did we cry cry? Did I cry? I cried. We both, uh, like, I had tears going down my face. Okay. I wasn't sobbing, like, not Okja levels. Oh, God, Okja. Okja is, like, the benchmark for tears. Um, Just hysterical. Yeah. uh, The farewell, too, that got me real hard. Yeah, the farewell got me as well. That was a good movie. But, yeah, Pixar movies, I, I think Onward is very good. I don't... I'm not really familiar with the general consensus about it. I don't know either. I guess I, I'll ask my friends. Yeah, I, I I like it a lot. And I think it might be easy to overhype it because it's the most recent, but it's it's very good. The story and characters are awesome, and the setting is fine. Setting's fine. Setting does a good job of setting up some jokes Yeah. that are really, really great. I feel like I would say if you want to see a movie about, like, 
a, a brother relationship and like reckoning with um, growing up and loss and stuff like that. It's really good. If you're looking for a movie that's strong because of its fantasy theme, this isn't, I mean, it's got a fantasy theme, but that's not. No. It's not even that good in the movie. It's just a normal world Modern world. Yeah, they drive a van around and stuff, and they're. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're elves. Cool. Yeah. yeah, they're. They could be people just as easy. But yeah, that's that's a list of Pixar movies. That's. That's our opinion on like every Disney movie. I yeah. Guess. Right. Um, Sorry. Kind of started, this whole episode off just. Uh, you know. A, no a, script. No script. No summary. No, ratings. Just wanted to shoot the shit about. Mostly the three movies we watched, but I roped you into it. Well, uh, you just started playing Tangled. Uh, like, we're, we're both working from home and just flipped on Tangled. And it's like, okay, I'll watch Tangled. And it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, my favorite scene in Tangled was when all of the toughs in the bar start singing about their dreams. Yes. And, I mean, it's just a funny scene. It's good. And it pays off later. They're they're all in prison and help out. So spoilers. Uh, yeah, I I like Tangled. Of the three that we watched this week, Tangled, Moana, and Zootopia. Mm-hmm. I think Moana is still my favorite. That's fine. And Tangled is tied with Zootopia. They're both good. good. I, I wouldn't put one over the other. Nice. All right. So that was a Disney-ish episode. We talked about some other junk, but. We'll was... talk about Disney more when we cover Toy Story. Yeah, we'll get around to it. Yeah. Thanks for listening if you listened. Uh, our first B-plot ended up being pretty dang long, but, yeah. you know, I love you. Bye. Bye.